The following episode is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. Welcome to Hashtag Moms Got This. Get your mom life fixed four days a week. I'm Stacey Eagle. And I'm Michelle Park. Together we chatted up with a new boss mom each week about her journey and why she's got this. Hey, Stacey. It's Routines and Relationships Tuesday. I bet you have lots to talk about. Well, (laughs) I... So I had a moment this weekend. My daughter is... She just turned three. Her birthday was Saturday, so... Mm. So she just turned three, and she is very smart, like, in a weird way. (laughs) She's figured out how to make me and my husband do exactly what she wants us to do. And she has multiple different strategies in this. And a new one emerged last week where if you don't do what she wants, she'll say to you, I can't love you anymore. Oh, no. And it's very hurtful. Yeah. It's very hurtful. And so the first time she said it to me, I got very hurt and I was very upset. And I was like, mommy needs a timeout. And I left. Mm-hmm. And then she said it to my husband. <laughs> and Eric then sent me a text where he was like, I can't talk about this verbally because I will get emotional (laughs) our daughter just told me she can't love me anymore anyway so then I went through like all the books and I figured it out and so I sat her down the other day and I was like Madeline when you say stuff like that to mommy and daddy it really hurts our feelings Mm -hmm. because we always love you she she looked at me she like gave me a little giggle she's like I know I love you guys but like you know I think first of all I think it's amazing that she's figured out that she can manipulate us that way because after she said that my husband gave her everything (laughs) which is not what you're supposed to do I don't think no Um, but it was also like a it was like a wake-up call to me because I didn't realize that this little person could hurt my feelings so much. It was something that she obviously didn't mean. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, she like she really has us by the balls, you know? But I love how you both came together on it. Yeah. We were like <laughs> – Eric was really upset. He was like, I give her everything. I love her with my whole heart. And she can't <laughs> love me anymore. I'm like, you know it's going to pass in two minutes. Um, anyway. Our guest today is a very special guest. We have Kristen Glosserman here with us. She is a life coach, the possibilities expert. She's also a partner at Hill Country Hospitality. I love their barbecue. Have you been there, Steve? I have been there, and I love it so much. Thank I don't. You. I'm a vegetarian there because oh. I'm kosher, but I oh. eat every side dish and everything. The there. side dishes <laughs> do that for you, and you do have mm-hmm. a lot of great vegetarian options. Well, thank you for coming back, Kristen. Sure, happy to be here. Welcome back. What questions have you got? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, come on. Four children. Yes, four children. And I mean, routines, what does a routine look like? Yeah, what is a routine in relationship? Do you have like, you know, people come on here and tell us about their charts and the this and the that. I you mean, need a lot of charts if you have four kids. I was going to say, there's a lot of stickers. But I mean, how did, I mean, your kids are now eight, nine, ten? Um, six? six, eight, ten, eleven. Okay, six, mm-hmm. eight, ten. So, I mean, you're in like the throes of it, like an older children and then also like a youth. What's really fun is you learn a lot through the process. You learn what works and what doesn't work. So in my experience, the sticker charts and the rewards, not so successful with a lot of with children. Yeah. It, might, it might work for one and it doesn't work for the other. So you have to find out what motivates and works. Um, I am a routine junkie. I believe that kids do function better when they know what to expect. And there is a certain amount of flexibility within our routines, but there are things that they can count on. So uh, fr- one of my children goes to school uptown. On Fridays, that's the day dad takes her uptown, and she knows that. Um, Thursday night is date night. 
That is the night that mommy and daddy go out no matter what. That is our night. Every so Thursday night. Every Thursday night for over 10 years. That's wow, our night. Wow, I need to do this. And if you, have to, <laughs> if you have to change a date night, you have to send an email and get an okay. So let's say he has you know something really important or I have something really important. We have to say, exception to date night, can we move this week to Monday? But we take date night very seriously. Wow. So I, I believe in, in rituals. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so with routines, my children, one of the favorite, <laughs> they know they have quiet time every night. So 30 minutes before their bedtime starts their quiet time. That's a time they go into their room and they come down for the day. They can read, they can draw, they can color, they can do their Legos or their magnet tiles. But 30 minutes before bedtime, I think, puts them in a better mindset for bed. How did you, like, when did you start implementing that and how did you make it happen? Um, so we, so about two years ago when my son was nine-ish, I noticed a difference. I had to, he was becoming, he was talking back a little bit more. He was getting a little more aggressive. I think it was him entering a pre, pre preteen phase and me telling him what to do was no longer working. So um, I knew I had to change what I was doing. So I found online that they were teaching a course on positive discipline. So positive discipline is a parenting style by Jane Nelson. She's a children's psychologist, has seven children of her own, and has these really basic, I mean, common sense guidelines to parenting. So I never leave the kids. I'm not good at going away. I told my husband, I'm leaving for the weekend. I'm going to Connecticut and I'm getting certified in this two-day course. And it really changed the way that I parent. So we have family meetings. This is one of, you know, something that they highlight. And in these family meetings, I say whatever's on my mind and they say whatever's on their mind. And we kind of come up with, okay, you know, you guys are hard. You know, it's difficult at bedtime. I I find that I'm yelling. You know, what can we do? Should we move bedtime early? Well, how about if we just go in our rooms and you let them try to find? So it's a little bit early for where you are, although there is positive discipline for toddlers. So you, you know, that helps. Um, But where I'm at in this sort of, you know, lower school, early middle school age, this time where we can talk about what's going right and what's going wrong and what we can do to change it. Children are so much more responsive to change when they feel they've had a voice right. in the change. So coming up with their bedtimes, like even if they weren't exactly what I wanted, maybe it's 15, 20, them coming up with nine is better than me Same. trying to enforce 845 like a lunatic. Right. It's 15 <laughs> right. minutes. Right. I feel like if, right. that, if that makes him feel you know, that he's had a say in his bedtime, I'm open to trying it. If you're tired or you oversleep, can we agree that we have to revisit that? Yeah. Okay, great. So, you know, it it, it helps you as a parent to develop a dialogue and a respect with your kids and just instead of telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. So... Family meetings I could talk and schedules. To you for hours. Yeah. I know. Well, we're going to. We're going well, to. We're sign going up. to. Um, I do. I do a three-day course with parents. Oh, All right. that's well, I'm great coming. to know. Yeah. Is uh, that in New York? Is that on the phone? Is it? So it can be either. So um, at KristenGlosserman.com is my coaching website. Okay. And it's a three-session um, class called Positive Discipline and Best Version Family. And we can do it on the phone. We can do it in person. But I just take you through the book. I take you through the practice. 
and I That's share great. what I've learned. And I say hashtag hope this helps. Tell everyone on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we'll come do it. Seriously, yeah, let's get a group together. Yeah. We can do it as a group. Definitely. Coming up, you'll hear from Kristen about how she navigates a thriving business while also raising a small tribe. Hey guys, we are so excited that you've been listening and downloading and we're grateful for it. So now rate us and tell us what you like about the show on iTunes and leave us a review. Leave that five-star rating. We would so appreciate it. It's so easy to just click that button and do the five-star rating. (laughs) For a tutorial, go to Stacey's Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag Moms Got This is a production of Mouth Media Network powered by Sennheiser. Reach out and follow us on social media at Moms Got This Show. And me, Michelle, at Mish Plus Two. Or me, Stacy at Stacey Eagle. Check out our website, MomsGotThisShow.com. So, Kristen, um, as a fellow entrepreneur here with a business that's one of my babies, you have four babies plus another baby, so that's five babies, and your husband probably six babies. So <laughs> how, you know, you just... You've opened up a second restaurant in New York, right? Second? So, or third? So Mark and I were laughing about this last night that we had another baby right. this week, <laughs> um, which is in Brooklyn, in downtown Brooklyn on Adams Street, Hill Country Food Park. And that's your second, right? So we actually, this third. is our, so our parents laughed that Mark and I are really competitive. <laughs> and uh, for every baby, we'd open a restaurant. So it's your So we are now tied at four. Oh, you are? Yes. Because so you have so. Hill Country Chicken. We have, so in New York, we have Hill Country Barbecue Market and Hill Country Chicken. Yeah. We have Hill Country Barbecue Market in D.C. Oh, in that's DC. the one I And now we okay. have Hill Country Food Park in Brooklyn. Wow. So we are so tied. tied. Tie so that's score. it. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So maybe you one, never more kid, know. one more restaurant. You never yeah. know. Um, so are you, you know, you have four and this routine of opening new restaurants and having to be there for the opening and, mm-hmm. you know, traveling to D.C. Is there how do you navigate your relationships? So having a new restaurant is a lot like having a new baby. You're all in. So you have this whole anticipation and all this work before having it. And then you can never expect the day of. Right. I mean, Monday was like, boom. Um And we're kind of delirious at this moment because we have a newborn and it's a ton of work and it's what needs our energy right now. So we feel like, you know, we're really focused on food park Um, and the other siblings and the other restaurants, you know, they kind of have to deal for the moment. They're Mm -hmm. not the priority. Fortunately, you know, they're 10 plus years old and they're self-sufficient and, you know, they can get by. So um, do you find that your four children want to be part of this opening and want to help out? They are a huge part of it. I think, you know, that's one of the things that makes it all work. Hill Country feels like a family business. So, you know, Austin was born opening night of the restaurant. We celebrate his birthday with Hill Country. And the kids are being raised in a hospitality environment. And what is hospitality? It's caring for others and it's exceeding expectations, right? So they are very much part of this whole culture, this this Hill Country hospitality culture. And their birthdays are at Hill Country. Their play dates are at Hill Country. If they have a new friend that comes over, they say, I want to take them to Hill Country. So they wear our Hill Country t-shirts and jerseys to bed at night. I, it, they are as much a part of, you know, this business as as we are. So just um, a few weeks ago, we were doing a marathon party for our friends at at the 26th Street location. And 
the kids wanted to come and set up with us, which is not unusual. I see them now, you know, folding the napkins <laughs> and, you know, putting out the mason jars. And they, they're very hands-on. I mean, Hill Country is an extension of our homes. Um, and it was so cool to see the marathon runners come in after and they have their, you know, their capes on yes. and their, and you can see they've just been through the war. And this is where they're choosing to celebrate their accomplishment. And it was so cool to share that with the kids. I mean, that was their, their memory of Marathon Sunday, you know, won't be Central Park watching the runners. It'll be watching the runners celebrate at our restaurant. So, cool. so, you know, these are moments that, you know, we get to share with them. And yes, we're at work, but, you know, we still get to be with our family. What, is, what are the relationships like between the four kids? Because, you know, when you have two, they can fight with each other. When you have three, they can gang up. When you have four, I'm not sure what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think that we're really lucky that, you know, we don't – they all get along really well. I mean, do they fight? Sure. I mean, they they have their things. I think there's something really nice about the dynamic that, you know, Austin is, you know, the one boy and he's kind of the ringleader. Um, and he really is, he's a type A leader type. So girls, come on, mommy needs help. You know, so oh, that's cute. He, he does, he runs the show with me. My favorite is, so we're both football fans, my son and I. And on Monday night, he'll be like, mom, if we get the girls to sleep, we can watch the rest of the game. So, you know, he always feels like, you know, he's my, he's my teammate. That's he really, really he really is. He and his oldest sister very much have a Batman-Robin dynamic. She's not a type A. She's more introverted. She's very thoughtful. She's really artistic. So there was never any competition between one and two, which was really nice. I mean, two different sexes and two very different kids. So, you know, that relationship was always very easy. Um, my third, she is high drama, a lot of passion, a <laughs> lot of emotion, can't imagine where she gets it. <laughs> um, but she, you know, there's always something going on with her. So she's the one that they sort of throw their arms like, oh, Jackie again. She's crying. You know? so, but, you know, I say, this is Jacqueline. She has a lot of feelings. And now she'll be like, I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> and, and, and she self-advocates for her feelings. And I've hope that I've taught her to love and accept who you are. You have a lot of feelings. And when you and sing, okay. I hear those yeah. feelings. And I have, a, I have a feeling she'll end up on a stage. Or, you know, she's <laughs> I just, feel it. I'm sensing yeah, it. Yeah, she's, she's got, in the right town for that. She's got a lot of heart. And then the fourth, um, you know, we call her Sunshine. You know, she's just happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what happens, right? When you're, yeah, when you're, you're, like, you're just, just happy to be part and of learning. She, and, she, and she can get along with any of them. You know, so she'll go off with Austin and, you know, sort of big brother. You know, he really kind of takes care of her as a little sister the most because she's the littlest. Um, but they pair up in different ways where I I think anyone who has three kids, you know, probably has, has found this out too. It's important to peel one out. I'm constantly changing the dynamic. So, you know, as soon as you, one is somewhere else, the, the, the energy changes and the three of them will get along differently when Austin's not around, then all of a sudden Sky becomes the matriarch and she's in charge. And, you know, and then if Jacqueline's not around, it's a very easy afternoon and everyone's <laughs> just kind of chilling. So, you know, changing, not having them all together all the time, you know, 
pairing them off in different ways. I'll take the two oldest to dinner. I'll take the two youngest on a trip to Florida to go visit my mom. So I'm constantly changing the dynamic in and in the way they relate to each other. With your own routine, it seems, you know, because you like routines. Like I, I would, routines. I think I would have a chart I of how like you how track. you navigate the the change up. So it's a lot of mommy management. Yeah. Um, I say I'm really lucky that, you know, I managed huge sales teams, you know, so 13, 14, you know, guys, and you're keeping track of everyone. So that's helped a lot in terms of keeping track of my kids and their schedules. Um, but you, you know, like everything else, um, success is rarely an accident. And there's a lot of planning that goes on when I look at their week. Like if, you know, if someone's at Midtown Tennis, okay, that's a good day to be at Chelsea Piers because those two things aren't far. And if they end 30 minutes apart, I could swing the pickup at one and swing the pickup at the next. If Austin has to be at Hebrew School uptown, that's a good day for Jackie to have an after-school activity uptown because I can then do the uptown pickup. Wow. So do you do all the pickups? No. Okay. No, I I I have found it really helpful to hire uh, graduate students or people between, you know, jobs to be, you know, my afternoon runners. So I usually employ one or two girls from three to six to help me with, you know, air traffic controlling, to help me with the loop. And usually it takes three of us, you know, with four children, it takes three people on pickup. So my employees know I'm most available until about two and then after six. Got it. So I love going in at night with Mark. I mean, we will hang out at the bar. We'll hang out with our employees. We'll listen to live music. Um, Someone once said to me, four kids. How'd you get four kids? I said, free tequila. (laughs) (laughs) I need some tequila right now. (laughs) Uh, it, it takes a lot. It takes it takes work, but doing anything well takes work. Exactly. Right? Um, oh, we could be here all day with you. I have so many questions. So we'll many, to, yes. but we have to come back tomorrow to talk about products and solutions, which is going to be amazing. I too. know, which is also going to be super interesting. So, thank you, Kristen, thank you for Kristen. being here today. Thank you for having me. See, See you, you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Mark Rako. I'm one of the hosts of Funny People Talking. And the other host is... Danielle Beckman, that's me. That That's the other host. And our producer is Elsie. Say hi, Elsie. Hi. Okay, so you know how I know something's funny? When people laugh. <laughs> Every time they laugh, you know it's funny. So that's the key to knowing when funny people are talking. Because when you say something funny, <laughs> people laugh. And you know what? On the show, Funny People Talking, people laugh. Apparently more to me, Danielle, but you're still very funny. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Check out Funny People Talking. It's a podcast on Mouth Media Network and wherever the best podcasts are found. And it comes out every Monday. I think you'll enjoy it. Me too. Yeah. You know what happens when you enjoy it? You laugh. Make sure to subscribe and show us some love on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever the best podcasts are found. Our fantastic theme music was created just for us by Lily Lane and Joe Pasco. This show can only be reproduced or published with express written permission of Mouth Media Network. We are so looking forward to spending time with you guys again. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, Mom's Got This! Got this. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.